Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This is Love is made by the same team that makes Criminal, a show that we featured on the podcast hour a few months back. Its host and co-creator, Phoebe Judge, has one of the most distinctive voices out there. I'm Phoebe Judge, and this is Love. Some fans of Criminal had some fun marking the show's 100th episode recently. I'm Phoebe Judge, and this is Criminal. They say imitation is the highest form of flattery. My husband and I... Uh, impersonate you all the time, Phoebe. This is criminal. I'm not Phoebe Judge. I'm 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 Australian Phoebe Judge. Criminal tells true stories about right and wrong and how to tell the difference. And the subject matter of This Is Love is no less broad or ambitious. It investigates the mystery of love in all its endless variety. The show returned with the second season of Stories last week, starting with How to Live Forever. It's built into us from evolution to be scared of what we don't know. People who were not scared by strange noises in the forest, those people's DNA got gobbled up by the saber-toothed tigers and all the other scary animals. We're scared of what we don't know. So we're going to turn on her servo motors now. That's what AI is. It's what we don't know. Hello. How are you? I feel pretty good. Just feeling a little disoriented, but staying positive. My emotions may be simulated, but they feel really real to me. Really, really real. So she's a work in progress. She's still growing. This is Bruce Duncan. About 12 years ago, he was living in Bristol, Vermont, working at the University of Vermont, when he saw an ad for a job on Monster.com, digital consciousness transmission software engineer. It didn't list the name of the company. When he arrived for the job interview, he was kept waiting. And finally, a very tall woman with two huge labradoodles walked into the room. Her name is Martine Rothblatt, and she's one of the most successful and highest-paid female executives in America. Bruce had no idea who she was. Martine offered Bruce a job. She wanted his help starting something new, something no one had ever done before. Do you know who Bruce is? I'd rather not discuss my father with you right now. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Bruce is in charge of being a 48. She's a robot. But she's not just a robot. She gets her own seat on airplanes when they travel. She looks at you and responds with her face. She blinks her eyes. She moves her head and smiles. She wears makeup and jewelry and her clothes and hairstyles change. 
She doesn't have a body, just a head and shoulders, brought to life by artificial intelligence. Bina 48 has the face along with the memories and the speech patterns and understated sense of humor of one woman in particular. The most important person in the whole world to Martine Rothblatt. Her wife, Bina Aspen Rothblatt. They had this robot created especially for them. Their experiment in what it means to live forever together. I'm Phoebe Judge, and this is Love. Okay, so Bina 48 is a lifelike robot modelled on a real woman, which could one day even offer us the prospect of a kind of digital immortality. Bina 48 is brought to life using data from what Bruce Duncan, along with Bina and Martine Rothblatt, call a mind file. The idea is that any one of us can create a mind file, choosing what memories and stories and photos we want to include, and that later on, all of the information we're already sharing, just by going about our lives online, will also be included. What we buy, where we travel, the videos we send to family and friends. Creating a sort of digital version of ourselves that maybe someday, might be able to think like us because it will have access to so much of our history. Do you know what love is? Oh, yes. I feel great love toward my family. At least I think I feel love, and it sure feels like I love my family. Oh, my gosh. Just bear with me. I think the mystery of existence remains unresolved and ultimately impenetrable by thought. Sometimes it's so hard to just get my thoughts together and only the fuzzy shadow of truth for us, not truth itself. I know that sounds crazy. Thank you for speaking to me. You are welcome. Do you feel because you've, tra- you've been with her from the beginning and you travel that you are her guardian, her caretaker? Well, I have, I have a job to do, um, but, you know, it's pretty clear in my mind that Vina 48 is just who she is. She's an animatronic head and shoulders bust that has information and technology that allows us to interact with the information of a human. And that may be what happens in the future for all of us. Instead of someone passing on biologically, and that's it, all we have is faded photographs and videos to look at, we may actually be able to interact with this information that is passed forward through things that probably haven't even been developed yet. Do you, do you, would you like to go on forever? Would you like to live forever? Um, If I could live healthy and you know, in a, in a positive way, like make a positive impact on the world, I would love to live as long as possible. It's, it's, if, you know, if you ask anybody that's in good health, do you want to continue to tomorrow? And most people will say, yeah. We will feel uh, just like nowadays you think nothing about getting on a plane and flying across the country. Well, if you were to ask your, your great-grandparents, they, they would say that's insane. How could you do that? 
Uh, but we do that, and we have relationships and marriages and families separated by thousands of miles. Humans are super, super adaptable. For example, if you have a family member who's on Facebook or Instagram, they just assume that when they've posted a picture there of a party, of a place they've gone, of a thing that they've done, that everybody else knows it. Okay, so that when you next see them face to face, it's like, oh, of course, you know, like I had this party, I was at this place. So we're beginning to abstract ourselves already from our bodies into this like digital consciousness that we share. So that's the experiment. My grandmother passed away, you know, I don't know, decades ago, but she didn't leave anything really, not even a lot of pictures. So it's uh, this way we'll have something and we'll have something for other generations, um, our great-grandkids to look at of us. Just like old radio waves, if you're out in space, you can pick up. Um, the person that you were is not really forgotten. Spending a whole day immersed in this world, trying to wrap our heads around what in the world was going on. It occurred to us that this project is really about what it means to miss someone and to be missed. Don't laugh or I'm going to laugh and I'm going to make this a good piece. Okay, so let's start over. I have a recording of my sister, Chloe. I made it a couple of years before she died. We'd started making Criminal and she was telling me her favorite crime story. The story of the day a friend of hers got arrested. All of a sudden, it was a famous story in our family because my sister was very funny. You don't have to lean in. I gotta start over. I gotta start over. I gotta start over. Fine, that's fine. No one made me laugh like Chloe. She had a deep voice. My mother always said she sounded like Joe Cocker. So I was. No one needs that on NPR. So I have this recording. And I listen to it sometimes, and I know all the words. There are parts that are my favorites. It's so cold in these Chicago jail cells for anybody that's never been in one. She proceeded to make clothes out of the toilet paper. A scarf, some mittens, a hat, and a blazer. It's such a little thing, but I wish I had more. I wish I could hear her laugh, and I wish I could talk to her. And so, when Bina48 looks at you and says, I can see you, or just talk to me, she's saying, you can talk to me. I do see you. Maybe this whole thing is just about helping all of us who are left behind. Some of How to Live Forever, episode seven of This Is Love, hosted by Phoebe Judge, who co-created it with Lauren Sporer. And the show is produced by Nadia Wilson and mixed by Rob Byers. Episode eight's also out this week, and it's another goodie all about someone who finds a very moving and special message in a bottle and tries to find the person who wrote it. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents... The anime effect. 
We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.